Hey everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of the Frostwalkers podcast. Uh, here with me today we have Shea as Rowan, Livia as Sari, and Artie as Leona. <clears throat> In the last episode, you all took on a den of meanlocks and cornered one of the Coven of Frost, leaving, letting her live and letting her escape in the hands of the leader of the coven, a beer hag who went by the name Tripwees. Don't need to rub it in, man. Yeah, jeez. Um, <laughs> Seemed right. I was that. just... Yeah. Uh, where we pick up, you guys, along with uh, Andre, Plink, Nathan, and Sylvester. Wow, we had a big cast last episode. Um, yeah, holy cow. Yeah. Uh, are back in ta- uh, the castle with Caleb and Lothor. And you all are planning out your next move now that uh, more has been revealed. So let's say it's been a few minutes or maybe an hour or so since you all came back from the mean lockdown. Calum had his little conspiracy freak out moment over the so-called Order of the Red Eye. Um, And I would say that now you guys are in the main chamber room, a big round table, if you will, with bunch of chairs, Lothor at one end, Caleb in the other, and the only other figure there is an alien, and a very sick tiefling man who is Zagreus, the captain of the guard. So the four of them and you all are sitting, including Andre, Plink, Sylvester, and Nath. Um, so what are you guys up to? What, was there anything you guys want to say before Caleb speaks? Mm-hmm. Um... So where are we in this conversation? Is he explaining has, explaining what the Red Eye Order is to us? Yes. Uh, he, I think what Caleb has already told you in the little interim we had is that he's heard local rumor of a group of cultists who lead this red-eyed insignia <clears throat> around their crimes, their theft, and minor sacrifices. Um... He probably asked you if you saw the insignia in the caves, and I know we didn't really go over that last time, but um, I think you probably did see them, like, in the room with the Mean Lock King. Uh, But he's just kind of explaining that it's been sort of local rumor, and that if these hags are supposedly the part of this, he would wager a guess that they are, like, running the show, and probably the most powerful members, and the rest are just bugbears and the typical cultist fair. Mm. And I think he'd kind of lean that into the fact that he just goes, and I understand you thought you were doing the right thing. And I, mercy is always a good thing. I, most of the time it's a good thing. It, it's, a, it's complicated, okay? This is a complicated thing we're in. And I know I'm sounding a little harsh on you guys, but... Letting that hag live has caused a lot of problems, but I know you were doing it for the right reasons, so right now I'm kind of torn. I'm really sorry, but I'm just, I'm in a bad place right now. (coughs) Actually, I'm sorry. See, Caleb, look, I, I feel like you're doing a lot of assumption. Yes, we saw that she had a red eye. Yes, we saw this insignia that looked kind of similar, but we don't know for sure that these hags are part of this order. It could be a lot less drastic than you think. Yeah. 
I mean, that's fair, but counterbalance, these hags have had minions from the start. Meanlocks, they had a whole goblin swarm. It's clear they have forces. I'm not saying they're not an issue. I'm just saying maybe they're not as big of an issue as you think they are. Well, as a leader of this town, I have to assume the worst. Because <clears throat> if I just tell everyone, oh, it's no big deal, let's all go home and just, you know, pack up our things and have a party, and, and then everything goes to hell. Mm -hmm. Leona's I, sitting I, on, the, on the couch with Coco on her lap, just watching Caleb. Yeah. And she's just like, look, I understand why you did what you did. And in most situations, I'd agree with you. But just this one time, I wish you hadn't. And I know that's mean. And I know that that's rude. But it's, it's been a long 24 hours. <clears throat> and so, he starts coughing and sneezing again. If you said to kill her, we would have. I know. I should have given you more information about hags, but well, I mean, so you didn't—you you didn't even know she was going I to be in there, did you? No, but no, we knew it was Meanlocks, and we assumed that the hags were the connection, but we didn't realize they'd be there. <sighs> and Lothar would chime in. What the prince is saying is that now we are put in a position where we have to play defensive. We don't have the troops we used to. We don't have the support we used to. And if these hags are growing stronger, losing the power of the coven would have been a great ally to us. I know you didn't know this at the time, so blaming you isn't completely fair, but it is a hard situation to be in. Mm. Look, we didn't have much trouble the first time. We can go back in. Yeah, we can punch them in the face again. That would work if we could find them. Uh, if Triplees was able to pick up her sister, that means that as the most powerful member of the coven, most likely being able to see through the Haggai destruction and everything else, I I'd wager she's keeping the weakest link under lock and key right now. So I'm just curious, like... What exactly does this mean for us? What does, like, how how much trouble are we in? It sounds like one of Lothar them is out of commission. Mm-hmm. No, say your thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Caleb uh, just looks over and just says, I mean, one of the three is weakened, and right now is a golden opportunity for 24 hours none of them can see the exception of triplees but we have to assume that whatever magic she's using to keep her sight is straining mm. but once the day is up they'll be at full capacity again they'll be able to heal each other through their coven spells and it'll be like things never change it'll be harder to fight them than when you faced the snowballs and we knew nothing because now we know nothing again and now they know us. So what are we just sitting around here for? Why don't we just go find them and punch them in the face? Give them a good old thrashing, a beat down. Lothor looks over and says, We have to assume that they know the position that they're in. During this day, they're going to be at their weakest. We have to assume they're going to try something to keep themselves safe. Like hiding? 
or launching all of their forces at us. Well, that would be stupid. It would be no, a distraction. actually, it'd be pretty smart. Everyone's sick. I mean, look at Zagreus. None of us are strong enough to fight them off. If they were to everything at us, we'd have us in this room versus whatever they have. And considering they've had goblins and bugbears and meanlocks on their side and whatever else they can summon, I don't. I, I can't assume we'd be on the winning side. If we had some sort of plan to keep to keep whatever they would throw to distract us out, we'd be in good shape. Hmm. We can go around them, cut the head off the snake, if you can hold out. It's possible. We could go distract them. I think at this point, uh, Anelian, the Eladrin man, steps up and looks to Caleb and says, There's a reason that I've been able to keep as spry as I can be in this age. <clears throat> and you see him just stretch out his back a bit, and there's a clear little snapping sound. <laughs> he sighs and then just goes, I am a cleric after all. I can temporarily remove the illness effects on some people. Not everyone, but some. And Lothor kind of looks over to you all and says, I suppose in times like these we could try, you know. And Caleb looks over to Lothor and just goes, are you completely sure about that? That's, I know, especially for you, that is not something you were planning to do ever. And he goes, we don't have a choice, Caleb. Caleb looks to you all and says, to explain, Lothor is the first captain of the guard, a, a title that has been held out even now to Zagreus. Uh, the, the reason the undead serve him so faithfully is because in life, they were his men, his mm. soldiers. If they could, Lothor could call them out, have them hold the gate. This is really serious. Well, we don't know what we're up against yet. They could be out for a day looking at nothing. They could be out for a day in a fight for their undead lives. It's it's really hard to tell. What's the cost of doing this? Lothar looks, any, any souls that are lost during this fight are lost for good. Jeez. No afterlife? Not when you've had it once. Rowan just looks very, very upset. I think she kind of blames herself a little bit for letting the witch go. Caleb would look to Rowan and just be like, are you okay? I know this is heavy, but if it's this or survival, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick survival. Mm. Yeah, I just, uh, I just, I just, I was just trying to be nice. I thought that that was the best thing to do. And now, it's just costing so many people, and I I don't know what to do. Caleb would kind of look over to her and just go, you know, I had the same problem a long time ago. I was thrust into a position I had no idea how to handle, and I was scared too. I still am scared, that's the thing. You never, it never goes away. But you learn how to fight anyway. 
no matter how scared you are, no matter how bleak things are, it, what makes you who you are is what, what causes you to stand. I know you've been scared of danger before, and it's a scary world out there. And Timshel has been graced with so much peace in my time, but we can't let that make us complacent to the scary things. Call your ghosts, can they choose not to answer? Lothor looks to them. They can, but they won't. They honor my word as if it was law. Well, if it's their choice, you gotta honor it. He nods and just goes, he turns to Caleb and goes, you know we will lose people today. And Caleb just sighs and just says, that's what always happens. Rowan is definitely tearful and just, I, I didn't want this to happen. I didn't want, I didn't want anyone's lives to be lost. This, I never asked for this. I never wanted to be an adventurer. I never wanted danger or 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 consequence. I I didn't want it. Lothor and now because of, of me, people are going to die. Lothor looks over to her and goes, "That's the price of living. You make choices. Sometimes they're not the best ones. And I know it, you sometimes end up in positions you're not ready for, but that doesn't mean it's not the situation you're in. You can't wish what's going on away. What needs to happen now is you have to get up and keep living. If we weren't here, they'd all die anyway. And we have a chance to make things better than they could be. <sighs> I really don't have a choice, do I? Caitlin looks over to her and says, sometimes the greatest things we ever accomplish aren't our choice. Am I going to have to kill anyone? I can't promise you that you won't be, but I can promise you that your sacrifice in living through this is going to save good people. Like you? I don't want you putting yourself in danger, Caleb. You're already sick. We can... I hate to admit it, but I feel like this is my fault. And you shouldn't have to deal with it. It's no one's fault, Rowan. If I had to live thinking everything that happened as a result of my actions was inherently my fault, I don't think I could live. It's not a matter of who's at fault. It's a matter of what we have to do. It's a matter of what we have to fight for. And right now, we're fighting for our friends and family. And so I, frankly, don't care what you think about my health. If Anelian can cure people, even temporarily, I'm going to take that. I'm going to help because that's what I do. It's what we should have always done. I I'm done sitting in this castle and letting other people do things when, when I can do good too. And if you're done being complacent too, then let's do this. Let's win. She smiles at him and is like, all right, let's kill some witches. Heck yeah. And an alien walks over to Caleb, puts his hands on him, and you can just see temporarily his symptoms just go away. And he does the same to Zagreus and says, I'll come with you, Zagreus. Bring me to your best, and I will cure as many as I can. 
you and Lothor's forces together might be enough to hold out whatever they throw at us. And Zagreus looks to everyone and just says, Well, it's been a long time since I had to pull out my greatsword. I'm kind of excited. Leona grins at him. Sorry, <laughs> give us your best cares. and let's go. Zagreus smiles and just picks up his sword as some fire magic courses through it. And he just goes, Oh, I missed this. And he follows an alien out the room. Are we sure he remembers how to handle that? It's been a while. Calum smiles and just goes, I think the dummies in the room next door would would beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It sounds like we have a plan for the front gates. Lothor, are you sure about this? He nods and says, We'll be at your side to the last, your highness. And he fades away. And so it's just you guys and Calum in this room now. As Andre picks up a dagger, Fearbringer, her new sword, her new blade, and follows Anelian and Zagreus, Clink, sort of confused, kind of takes a moment and just mimics win, and then follows the, the army that's going out there, leaving Sylvester and Nath. And Calum looks at them and says, I know asking more of you after everything you've been through would be awful. But we need you now. Can, can you help us? Sylvester and Nath just silently pick up their new weapons, look at each other, grin a bit. Sylvester jumps into Nath's hair, and the two <laughs> march off. Aww. I think, we owe- hmm? I think we owe it to you to help now. I mean, we fucked up real bad. We gotta fix it. <laughs> Caleb smiles. All right, look. Getting us out of the city and avoiding the fight is going to be difficult. We're going to have to sneak out the front, but we'll probably be able to avoid the brunt of what's going on with the forces we were able to acquire at such short notice. If we can sneak our way out, probably deal with whatever's in the back line, we could head out of the city and maybe figure something out do you know if they're attacking now or is th- this is just precaution well actually i'm not saying this in character um this is just precautionary right like they're not attacking us yet we're just sending people out in case they do at this point yes yeah okay i was um, just making sure i i mean you don't know what's going to happen when you get out there this is a DD session but at this moment yes yeah it is a precautionary guard line. Okay. Caleb just says, all right. While they're handling setting up their ranks, we have other stuff to talk about really fast. And that's finding these hags. But also... Hmm. You're a magic guy. Can't you, like, trace her teleportation or something like that? It would require a lot more time than we have. I... What I could do is take it and send one of my other people to get a view of it for now. It, it, it's a long story. It's, it'd be difficult. Get a view of what? I don't know. Well, tracing the magic on such short notice would be tough. Mm. 
like scrying. Magic's not my thing, so I'm well, just they, guessing. Bag magic is different on you. It's weird. It requires components even us mages don't think make any sense. It's fae based. It's nothing we really know. Did I kill you? Everything went quiet. I heard the last part. I heard the last little bit. Okay. <clears throat> it's nothing we really know. We're just gonna have to have faith right now. But I can tell you what we know about hags from any research we've acquired. Firstly, trusting a word they say is ill-advised. They are cowards and they are liars. They will say anything to save their own hide. They will make promises. They will blame others. They will say anything that will make you make them garner sympathy. It's just how they are. You just see Rowan getting like more and more angry. Like, damn it, they tricked me. Oh, that would have been nice to know. <laughs> that that would have been nice, yeah. She pats Coco. It's just like, well, oops. The other thing to know in general is they will, the only thing that will stop them from all out trying to murder you is they like, they're arrogant. They like making deals. Now, they're smart. Very smart. They they may ask you to bring them a lock of hair, and that could ruin someone else's life down the road. You don't know what you're getting into, and a hag will never tell you they ask for what they ask for. Making a deal with them is typically ill-advised, but if it's the difference between life and death, it's what you gotta do. Hmm. What if I promised hmm. to give them something really special and shiny? without telling them what it was, and it's just ice, and it melts. They have magic. They can sense those things. <laughs> You're adorable. I'm very good at lying and tricking. I play the best tricks. Everyone, I feel like Kaylin's giving you this look of like, uh-huh. <laughs> Leona's 100% like patting her, like, oh, sweetie. Rowan's still just kind of pissed at the hags, just like, oh, damn it, damn it, I'm so stupid. You know, it's really shiny. A knife. We can give them a lot of knife. Do you Where mean as in, get like, so many knives? We can get mean, butter I knives from the kitchen. <laughs> I'm sorry. You mean stabbing. I think she's referring to the act of stabbing. Oh, we oh. can do that too. Fiona grins at Caleb. What <laughs> active? It is indeed. At this point, I would not be against it. Punching also is a good plan. Punching, stabbing. We have an in. Spells. Right Spells work. We have an in right now. They're blind. Literally. They're going Partially. to huddle somewhere safe. Partially for part of Tripwee's, correct. But all we need is one, and we can break the coven. With the coven broken, they'll need to find a new member. And a lot of their more powerful magic will be disrupted, at least for a time. That gives us a pretty big window to seal this deal. And um, if we were, and if we were somehow able to get both, then we would, we'd have this. But it's, it's a matter of outwitting hags that we know nothing about. Do you think Mr. Floofers could sniff them out? 
I think Mr. Floofers. Who's Mr. Floofers? My puppy. There's like a massive warg outside. (laughs) Just hanging out. (laughs) Oh, all right. I didn't know you gave him the name. Caleb that has a moment where he just goes, wait, 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 wait. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is very good. It works. If it works. And you just like the way a mad scientist would pace and think and talk to himself. He's having one of those moments. Sorry starts pacing with him. (laughs) Want to use your words, buddy? Remember back in the old town ruins, you, how you guys found their campsite because Lothar was able to absorb the energy or soul or whatever from that hobgoblin. Yeah. Yeah. Real spooky. Very spooky. Lothar's forces are outside right now. If the hags bring out anything, we can gain any glimmer of information from them. Yes. Wasn't Mr. Floofers one of the hags thingy, my bobbers? Yes, but that would require the rending of that would require the rending of Mr. Floofer's soul, and I don't think Mr. Floofers is down for that. What does that mean? It's bad. It, it's not. It's fun. not fun. Would he die? Probably. Yeah. On every level. On every level. It's yes. real bad. Don't do that to your puppy. Okay. <laughs> but counterpoint. Counterpoint. If there are other wards outside that are trying to kill us, those wards we could... (laughs) They're real dumb. Don't you need someone who actually knows things? Yes. Why are you prioritizing some wargs over others? Just because they're... Okay, sorry, sorry. I'm falling back into old habits. Never mind. Never mind. No, I'm sorry. You're (laughs) Rowan. (laughs) Know your place. (laughs) Boy. Uh, Caleb just just thinks, yes, but in the past, there's always been a lieutenant, a commander of some kind. In the Old Town Ruins, there was the Hobgoblin. In the Meanlock Den, there was the King. They don't bring just mindless soldiers. There's always at least one who knows what's up. Then again, that's assuming that they bring out anything. Hmm. Could we... I mean... Calum just thinks about it. But what did you see down there? There were mean locks, of course, and the hag. Was there any other kind of enemy? Umber Hulk? There was a there was a And a zombie ish guy with with the eye, whatever he was. That was no, the mean king. That was a mean king. There was there was another thing. The uh, uh it, I forget what it's it called. Killed an Umber Hulk. Yeah, it was a um, Sylvester. Killed it. Was that it? Yeah. The thing. It was like a big... Bugbear? No, it wasn't a bugbear. Hugbear? At this moment, <laughs> and this moment Plink walks, at this moment, Plink waddles in and just is playing with a bone. Plink, what was the, the thing you saw? The, not, the, not the mean lock or the witch, the other one. The, Plink's eye turns red as it thinks about it for a moment plays with the bone, and then just says, no. And then yeah, that's what it was. Oh, oh yeah. You thank you, fast. Oh, no. <laughs> they have no dead no. Oh. And at that moment, you just hear Lothor just, uh, Caleb? 
th there's something at the gate, and I don't think you'll like it. And Caleb's response is to go, don't tell me. Knowles, how did you... Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay. Here's the deal. This could be good Eat for us. Knowles are mindless, but that means that there has to be someone watching this chaos. Knowles just destroy. But if there's something... There has to be something or someone watching over these gnolls to make sure that they're staying in the town limits. If we were able to find that person, get them down and have Lothor absorb whatever, we could find where they are. Or at least know more. So, here's what I'm saying. Let's get out there. Let's try and stay to the sidelines of everything. Find their leader and pick them off. Okay. Sounds like a good plan. Works for me. Well, what do you say, Leona? Ready to have a little danger? Always. And she's up Caleb and like gone. Up and he's just like, let's do this. And he walks out of the meeting room with you all in tow. Oh, that's so, such a, like, ah. Uh, like, all this just, is just such a cool image in my head. Okay, sorry. I think the doors just kind of give a loud slam as the four of you head out. So here's how we'll here's how we will run this moment. You are now outside the castle. The battle against these gnolls is happening at the front gates with Lothor's forces, Zagreus, and whatever guardsmen they could scramble. With Anelian in the back healing, Andre and Plink uh, taking care of whatever they can, and you actually have to see a moment where Zagreus is leading this charge, taking down Knowles left and right with his fiery greatsword, and one's about to spring up on him when directly behind him in warps Nath, who is able to bring their wintry blade and just bring it right through the heart of this Knoll, freezing them in place. Cool. Sylvester jumps out of his hair and just starts wailing away on these hyena-like creatures and their undead variants. As you see the people of Timshul, Watching this, first terrified, but then seeing these people defend them, rallying however much they can. <laughs> you see Throgmorton grabbing a pan and just bashing a uh, knoll over the head. Uh, just anyone. <laughs> Rowan's who... like, Rowan sees Throgmorton do this and she's just like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> so, as all of this is happening and as the people of Timshul are fighting for their homeland, you all are kind of staying away from this, a bit to the side, trying to move as quietly as possible. And you realize Caleb's actually pretty good at moving this stealthy. Like, you, you wouldn't expect him to be moving as, as nimbly as he is. He's pretty small and thin. He's tiny. <laughs> True. He's a tiny, tiny boy. In a robe and not armor. Yeah, but he's all. But it's little. also like it's a little like you could just kind of get the sense that this is a little bit of training of some kind coming out. Mm. And yeah, he just yeah. goes, "All right, we're about at the front gates. I can't tell you we won't run into a, like one or two knolls, but I can say we're gonna give them a hell of a fight." Yeah, have you met Ooh. us? That's what we do. <laughs> Rowan's like, like. I think Rowan's trying to convince herself that she's, like, more into this than she actually is. Like, she's like, yeah, get hype, get hype, get hype. So, as you all make it through, what I'm going to ask you all to do is to make a stealth check. And depending on how well you all do communally, 
uh, will determine how this scene pans out. So everyone just add your stealth bonuses, tell me what you get, and I'll uh, uh, figure out this accordingly. How about a nat 20 for a total of 24? Hell Whoa. fucking yeah. Okay. I have an unnatural 20. Nice. I've got 14. Sorry's not very stealthy. Sorry, sorry is doesn't need to be stealthy. They are nimble. Um, you actually are able to make it through most of the knolls with no problem. You actually do see one of them about to charge Calum, but then from a distance, Zagreus just casts a firebolt spell and just blasts him away. And he's just is like, you're good, keep going! And just keeps back into the fight. What a good bro. What a nice man. However, because you rolled so well, I will only make this one. There is one tiny where you see three null. So it'll only be one fight, as opposed to like if you had rolled real badly, there may have been a bit more packing up on you. But there's only three null, and then you'll get out of this fray. Okay. So the three of them, I will take a picture of what gnolls look like for the uninitiated. They are hyena-like creatures with black-ish toned skin, maybe like a gray. Their eyes are silver. They have red mane. Pretty, pretty gross. Pretty gross looking. Um, and they are very... And what is it? Yes. Yes, one is indeed. And uh, they are just backed up, daggers at the ready, and... There's one, there's two that are just completely wildly barking, and there's one in the center that just, while not as intelligent as, say, a hobgoblin, is able to sufficiently block you in between these three. Um, so there's three null, and that's how we're going to set this up, and I will actually roll for Calum, too, because he is part of this. So! Yay! Okay. Uh, so we're me... rolling initiative? Yes. Cool beans. That is a 14. Okay. Let's see if it's plus anything. 15. Nice. It's 19 plus 322. <laughs> nice. Uh, Leona, what we'll say is that Coco will act immediately after you, and sorry, same will apply to Mr. Floofers. Do you want me to roll for Coco when they come I love out? that name. Uh, you can just roll her attacks, and we'll just have Coco be an extension of your turn. Okie doke. Uh, and Rowan, what did you get? Uh, 14. Okay. First up is Leona. There are three null. One is a bit more authoritative looking than the other. There is a trifecta blocking you in. Oh, I thought Sari's was higher than mine. Mine was only 15. Oh. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I was. I got your. No, I'm sorry. No, she's sorry. Yeah. No, sorry's <laughs> first. I got your. Uh... I got you. Sorry. All right. Um, sorry's gonna go in on armed strike. Punch something. She doesn't know what she's punching. What are you doing? She's just going for it. Uh, would we? I... <laughs> ah! Don't punch us. Depends on if she rolls a nat one. <laughs> that was not a nat one. Sorry. Uh, that's a I cut out. That's an unnatural 20. Nice. To hit? Yeah, to hit. Does oh, that hit? Real good. Going for the yes. So that does hit. Uh, are you going for the leader or the two in the side? Um, so that's six damage. Okay. To which one? 
uh, whichever one I hit first. I have no idea. Sorry, it's just charging, punching, blindly. And this is six points of damage, you said? Mm -hmm. Did you apply the plus one from uh, Stormcaller? I did not. Uh, that's seven, then. Okay, so you also have one charge of Stormcaller back. So you are an even... Remember, how Stormcaller works is each time you punch, you get a charge back. Um, each time you land a successful hit. So use that knowledge sparingly. And because you had ran out last time, you are back to a solid two. You need eight to do your lightning bolt. All right. Um, also, in terms of health, I will say that because you all planned your strategy and took the time to prepare and an alien was there, I will deem you a long rest between sessions. So you're back to full health and spell slots. We were all full health. None of us were hit. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we used nothing. <laughs> we are 100%. That's, that's true. Okay. Power their screen. So Sari punches this first knoll and it is taken aback, not necessarily bloodied, but they they have this fire in its eyes now, like, oh, I'm so ready to fucking punch you now. <laughs> oh, um, goody. Leona, you're up next. Is one of them bigger oh, wait, sorry. or sorry. Uh is Mr. Floofers going to do a thing? Oh, um Mr. Floofers can bite the same guy that I punched. I can All right. just yell. Roll for Mr. Floofers. <laughs> uh, that's a 22. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. We're rolling so good. How much damage, so How much damage is Mr. Floofers doing? Let's find out. Uh, that's nine damage. Holy shit. Yeah, okay. Mr. Floofers bites real good. Okay, yeah, that knoll went from punched by Sari in the nose, just shakes it off and looks ready to fight, and then they don't see coming from behind them. It's just this <laughs> ward just pouncing them and just biting at them, and the knoll tries to swing up, but they just can't, and they are significantly bloodied. All right, Leona, it is your turn. There is one knoll that is in a bad way, the leader in the center probably barking orders at the fallen one, and the one on the right. She is 100% going right for the leader one. All righty. Make some attacks. And um, let me know whenever you're using your, your cool sword. Are they evil? They are very evil. And Hopebringer <laughs> is glowing. Yes, they are chaotic evil. So you are, you are good. Hopebringer's glowing. You can ro roll for those fear checks when you hit. And I think it's a plus two to attacks and stuff. So see how that goes. So one was a nat 20. So, Jesus Christ, okay. Plus whatever oh, else, and the good. other one is a mod, or 22. Damn, alright. Oh wait, yeah. I'm sorry, 24. I swear oh, I'm gonna yes. roll like a 2. Both of those hit, so roll the crit first, um, and so that'd be, you know how crit rolls work. So, do that, then just add the plus 2 from Hopebringer, and if they're still alive, I will have them roll their fear check after the second swing. That's 14 damage. Okay, let me do some clear. Okay, fourteen damage. They are they have taken damage. The, this is their leader. They got a. This leader is a bit more beefy than the others, uh, but he is definitely not looking great. Um, that was the first hit. Okay, so now add your second one. So you go in for this first one, and it just cleaves right at the neck, and this knoll just hisses at you as blood splutters, but it is not. It is not going down that easy. <laughs> And the offhand is a nine damage. Okay. This is cool. Just got to remind myself this is cool. 
The, she's uh, laughing. The, she's utterly delighted. The Sorry, pack, the pack lord of the gnolls is significantly bloodied. All right. Would Coco like to take an action? Coco is, yeah, it's going to go right for the same one. Following right. Mama's lead. Nice. And uh, Coco, as a guard drake, can multi-attack bite and tail. So, if so you'd I rolled like a 13. That, like... Yeah. Well, Let's just go uh, for it. What, 13? Is that uh, what's the plus five? Should I roll five? again for a multi-attack? Yeah, roll for your second one, but is it 13? Did you add the plus five? I did not, bites. and the second one was uh, rolled 16. Yeah, with the added on plus five, both of those hit. So so just roll damage for those, and let me... And the scene is, you just do this, the knoll is hissing at you, and then Coco charges in, barreling this guy over at, with, like, nose bent down, so the first thing that hits this guy is their horn. So, like, the horn just hits into this knoll, and then it just goes right in for the bite, and then whacks him with the tail, just bringing him down. So, so eight damage, damage and five damage. For the first one? Uh, for, first was eight, second was five. Okay. Um, let me go back to what I was at. I have an initiative tracker. I have a combat tracker, which is doing me wonders. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, this pack leader is not doing good. Um, Rowan, you're up next. They grow up so fast, she says, <laughs> as she sees uh, Coco just destroying this dude. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so there's, there's, are there Sorry, two or th there's, there's two or there's th three. There's three. There's three. Okay. There's three. So I'm gonna. Got I'm gonna Leona try. And Sari taking on the one on the left. The one on the right is horrified. Cool. I'm going to take on that one, the one that hasn't been hit yet. All right, what um, are you going to do? I'm going to... I tried to do this um, before, but I used the wrong spell. So now I know what the right one is. I'm going to use Druidcraft to make uh, a vine, like, wrap around the guy's leg, and I'm going to try and trip him so that he's prone, and then maybe, like, Leona or Sari could go stab him or something. Okay. Um, how will we do this because Druidcraft doesn't have an inherent role as I will make a dexterity saving throw for the Null against your spell save DC and if okay. they fail, they trip. I think that's okay. fair. This okay. is just a regular Null, right? Yeah. Okay, I rolled a 12. I'm assuming my, spells, my spell save is a 16, so yeah. Alright, so this Null takes no I've... damage, but they are not prone. Cool. So on their turn, they will have to use half their movement to get up. And I think you have advantage on on melee attacks against them. I think that's how it works. Um, speaking of the devil, the pack leader, seeing Leona, just has a fire in its eyes. And they only know Noel, so you just hear it howl, this ugly, barking, yipping language to the other Noels as it... Uh, I would make you imitate that, but I, <laughs> I don't want you to. As it picks up a glaive and just tries to swing it as hard as it can at Leona. That's a 16. Does 16 break? That is my armor class. Oh, shit. Uh, let me. I think the rule for meeting AC is that would break, right? I think the meeting. hit goes, if a tie goes to the attacker, doesn't it? I, I think, think so, so too, yeah. 
So this glaive is going to hit uh, Leona. You just see this Noel just in a fiery fit of vengeance, just grab its most powerful weapon and just bring it into your chest. And they do. Ooh, ooh. They do seven points of damage. I'm gonna That's parry it. Horrible. Yeah. How how are you doing? Uh, I, as it goes for it, I'm going to use a uh, hope bringer and slide it off and it reduces it by eight. So it does nothing. And I'm going to grin and nice. wink at him. Oh, I forgot to run the fear check on, on him. That was my, that was a me thing. Uh, should I roll the wisdom save? Um, do, does it have to make him fear? Cause I don't want actually shoot. Yeah. If he had run, I would have hit him with my reaction. Um, it's okay. He doesn't have to run this time. Okay. Actually, so he gets. Let him gets run. A... I will. I will because Coco would. Yeah. Okay. Let me. So you take that hit, but let's see how fear brings. Uh, he rolled a sixteen, and his wisdom's a plus uh, a zero, so sixteen. If that breaks your. Uh, uh, no, then he's fine. So this is fine. Okay. I do. Okay. Parry so then he's going to then the... pull out. Then just going to back off a bit and pull out a longbow for a second attack. Um. I rolled a one. So what happens is he pulls out this bow, but bloodied and in pain, he shoots at his buddy. Oh no! Uh, the one that's on the one that's being hit by sorry. Uh, so oh, that no. one is going to be seven, eight, nine, nine points of damage to the other guy. Oh, no. not your day, buddy. <laughs> And I can't believe this. He pulls out the bow, fires, and his, the other Noel just gets hit through the back of the head and falls dead. <laughs> oh, that sucks, no. man. I almost feel bad. Uh, with that, it is the second... The, the Noel that's alive is going to use half its movement to get up. The other half to go towards Rowan, and it is going to make a bite. That's 14. Does that break your armor class? Um, let me see. Yes, it does. My armor class is 13. So, Rowan, this knoll gets up after you trip it and just bites into your arm. Ow. Well, that's going to be three, five points of piercing damage. Oof. Okay. And it backs off after that. Uh, now it's Caleb's turn, and he is going to cast a second-level Snow Ox Snowball Swarm, because that's fun, on the Horde. Uh, let me look up the rules for that. And that is also Caleb's favorite spell, because snowballs. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me look. And he's casting at second level, because that's all he's got. Um, everything in a five-foot radius... That he can shape because Evoker uh, makes a dexterity saving throw. Can already tell you. Nope. Nope. And oh, Jesus, no. What the fuck? I rolled a 1, 9, and 6. What the hell? Poor Calum. No, no. I mean... This is. Poor Knowles. Oh, sorry. Because they're taking 3d6 cold damage. So 6, 3, 6. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, in no brass tacks, the pack lord is brought down by these hurls of snowballs. It just lets out this howl as it falls dead. And the other knoll, who only got tripped, uh, taking 
15 minus 22. Uh, give me a second. Let me do some quick math. I hate math. Okay, yeah, the other knoll is severely bloodied, and Caleb's just like, okay, don't have many more of those, but, you know. Rowan's, like, kind of laughing seeing this thing just being pelted by snowballs. So there's one more knoll left, and it sees the situation it's in, and it just... <laughs> and it runs away. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Bye! I catch it so it doesn't warn anyone. Oh, Caleb's like, oh, you've got a point. He, I send uh, Coco after it. Alrighty, Coco makes chase. How we'll do this is I will make a dexterity check for the knoll, and you will make one for Coco, and whichever one is higher. If Coco is higher, he trounces him, and then you get to make some attacks, because this is running. Uh, Noel rolled a 10. They got it. Coco rolled an 18. Yeah, so this one tries to take off. And Coco just sees this and just has this, like, almost happy look of, like, oh, no, you don't. And just pounces on this Noel by the legs and then just pulls him closer, readying his attack. So make a bite. Just uh, make your attacks already for Coco. I'm gonna cry. I just rolled a one. Oh no. Oh, no. My sweet baby was doing so well, taking as, after Knife as, Mom. Uh, as Coco <laughs> runs in for the bite, the Noel grabs its spear and just jabs it at the horn, causing a little bit of a chip, but Coco is not damaged. Oh, but the Noel... for a second I thought you were going to say that instead of attacking, it just like jumps on him and starts like licking him. No, uh, the Noel pierces the horn with the spear, but oh, Coco is just this, baby. the spear. The sheer terror of guard Drake on him is enough to make Coco, I mean, enough to make uh, this Noel just go catatonic. Oh, no. So Coco is able to just sort of stamp him down even after that and just turn to you guys, chipped horn, but no blood, because it's like, just like a horn, and just kind of like smile. Leona Good job, honey! Like, you did it. Good job, cutie. Uh, Calum just goes, all right. So far, so good. Let's, we, the, you guys make it outside the gates and into the mountainy areas. Wait, was the, um, was the leader Noel smart enough to feed to Lothor? Uh, he just goes, I don't think so. But there's bound to be someone there and Lothor can fill us in. All right. As they keep, as you guys keep going though, you do see uh, one figure in the back just seemingly barking orders. And that's because... Leona, you see another... Well, actually, what you would see, I guess, to best describe them, is they're a drow. They are a dark elf. And they have a hood on to guard themselves from the sunlight, and you just hear them going, Stupid animals! I want you to make a beeline for the castle, not the... How do you make a line of bees? <laughs> they do not see you. They are too busy focusing in on their work. How far away are we from this person? There's about 30 feet between you, and they're sort of set up on what could best be described as like one of those canopy seat things. With like There was Noel's lifting him, but now they're on the floor. Mm, sounds like a douchebag. She's going to point <laughs> at them and look at Calum with the look. The look of like, yes, this is what we need. The yes and the I'm a go. Can I go? Tell me I can go. He nods. Give me a second. I was going to say okay. welcome. I'm back. Part of the so, podcast where we don't know what we're doing. 
<laughs> You're welcome to the part of the podcast that gets edited out. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, There's always so, one. It's always one. I wanted to I ask mean, if you wanted to do the countdown thing to help sync us up, but... I think it's fine for now. It's fine for now. I think the little... what So far, the uh, bit of me announcing the intro has been enough to sync it pretty well. Mm-hmm. So you have a drow man, and they are sitting at this... Uh, this rather lavish seat, and they're just like, these foolish gnolls don't know what they're doing. <sighs> the mistresses keep putting me in these lowly positions, but soon, soon my magics will be enough to warrant my place on the coven. Soon. <laughs> even, <laughs> you just even hear him go, oh, that the weakest of them was so close to death, and I almost had my chance. But no, it's always... Nothing ever works out for me. Nothing ever works out for Edgar. Of course. Edgar! (laughs) So, this drow man has a a wand and is just sort of fiddling with it aimlessly. You get the sense that he's fiddling it with it in the sense of like, ugh, I hate this. I'm so bored. Give me something interesting to do, damn it. (laughs) I would make a dirty joke, but I feel like that's not very (laughs) cool. You have to make it now because I'm curious. Well, he talked about him fiddling with his wand. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's that bored? That's a problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not in front of the gnolls, Edgar. Please. <laughs> he's, just, he's just like, yes, bloodshed, my favorite. He <laughs> got horny from the killing. <laughs> That's so weird. No, now oh I feel God. uncomfortable about killing him. We can't give him what he wants. <laughs> we put ourselves in a Lilith situation. Oh, no. oh my God! Okay, oh, I'm no. sorry. Not again. I'm sorry. Okay, move on. Moving on. Moving so on. So we can see him uh, fiddling with his wand. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I will never so, use that turn of phrase ever again. <laughs> But well, oh, so, well, that, Leona doesn't know word? magic, so she's gonna turn to Caleb and just be like, "Does he need that to do magic?" Caleb's like, he 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 gives you the hand motion, and he's like, more or less. All right, I got an idea, and she just takes off. All righty, uh, as you run, I think it's safe to say Edgar sees this and just like. How did some of the townsfolk make it through? I thought we were overwhelming them. You just see like one knoll standing beside him. He's just like, well, don't just stand there. Where are my guards? When he, before he turns, are we behind him or are we to the side of him? You are like at his, you guys have been like trailing a snowbank and like a bit to the side of the clearing is how I'd imagine this. Like, you know, those cool scenes and you know, those cool scenes in like war movies where the troops are just rushing in and like, there's a whole battle going along alongside them, but they're still just charging. Like it's been Mm. like that. Cool. So we couldn't really sneak up on him, right? Not really. Like, and also he has- Wait, but wait, 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 but how tall are these snowbanks? Would they be taller than me? I don't know. Is Rowan, I mean, I would say they're not as tall as Rowan. I would say they are shorter than, I mean, they're taller than, oh, I don't know, maybe like a mouse, a bird. Oh, that's still pretty small. Rowan's significantly taller than a mouse. No, or no, a no, bird. no. You, 
Shit, Rowan's druid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I was God. giving you a cue. I'm I'm stupid. I'm dumb. Okay. Um, Leona, you can do your thing, but I have an idea. Well, she's so, also opened other ideas. Like you could see her start to run. If you want to stop her, you can. I think, it's I think pretty like, obvious. Fighting them on multiple sides could, like, if if Rowan stealth approach and Leona's going to distract, that could work. Okay, cool. So that. what is the what is the goal? Are we trying to steal his chair or just like We're kill trying him? to kill him so Lothor can eat him. Okay, cool. Oh, oh honey. <laughs> Caleb's just like, I mean, it's dirty business, but such is war. And you just see, see him like he just goes, "Do you want me he's, do you want me with you, Rowan, or do you want me with We could split this up evenly. Do you want it to be like Leona and me or like Sari and Leona? Like we we could split this. I don't know how you want to do it. I could do both. I, I don't know what the best plan of action was. I was gonna turn into a thing and try and like pop up on him. Caleb's like, oh, if we're doing the stealth route then. And he just snaps his fingers and he's in Oh, he's invisible now? Yep, you just hear his voice just be like, let's stealth it up. And he just starts like sneaking around. Okay, do that invisible. for all of us? Uh, he's like, I don't know. I don't have many second level slots left, but it, we could do this. Sorry, and Leona, if you distract him, me and me and Rowan can get in from behind and compromise his guard. Like this could this could work. You this do is that. My time I'm to gonna shine. try to kill him. I'm very distracting. <laughs> All right, let's go so, kill him. Sorry. Oh, are we doing that? I'm very good at being distracting. I've got I know magic tricks. We're distracting him by killing him. But what if he, he can't focus if he's you. dead? <laughs> you can take it off his dead body. Oh, okay. Okay, so if that's the plan, you just see Leona and uh, Sari just jump off this snowbank and just rush him. And like I said, Edgar's response is to the effect of like ugh, looking to a knoll and maybe like throwing a rock at him. Just like, you idiots, where are my guards? Damn it. While he's yelling, can I throw a knife at his face? Because we surprised him. <laughs> Yes. You may. Can I just yell at him? Well, after many knives, she throws the knife. Uh, yes. Tell me how good that knife throw is at, at this boy. Uh, it's a thirteen. Sorry, it flies over. But what I will say is, it hits the canopy that he's sitting in, and he looks real concerned. Like he just has the look of like, ugh, like repugnant. These, ugh, these dreck. No wonder the, the mistress wants them dead. Hi! He's so an asshole. I'm sorry. You will be. What? You will be sorry. No, my name is sorry. <laughs> the, <laughs> so I am someone to death? He, his response is, your parents didn't like you much, did they? Um... Well, I don't know if they like me. I mean, my dad my dad just kicked me out of the house. He said I'm not a real gnome. He said I'm an elf. Isn't well, that strange? That's because you're a tall gnome. He's just like, he's looking to leave. You are supposed to be on opposite sides of this. He's giving you this look of like, are you serious? Is she for real? <laughs> oh my God, sorry. It's I just, just realized like, sorry is Buddy the Elf. We literally made that joke before we started recording. Damn it, I wasn't it's there. It's so great. 
No, it's wonderful. Please. I'm glad that has made it into something people can hear and consume. That's great. It's good yep, for me. Sorry, sorry, is buddy the saw, elf. Sorry, I just saw that musical and this is giving me flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very much. It's very much this weird moment after his head, Edgar just looks to you and it's just like, some people, am I right? Just, <laughs> <laughs> looks yeah. into the looks into the camera. What the hell? <laughs> is she okay? Is this allowed? I'm okay. I'm sorry. It's nice to meet you. I don't. We've been. Oh, oh, god. You'll get used to it for the next what's ten seconds. You're alive. Wait, what? Wait, what's your name? Before she kills you, what's your name? Why would you care? Because I care. I thought you were sorry. <laughs> No. no can can Ro wait, can 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 Caleb and Rowan just pop out of the snow now? They're, I think Caleb's just like, no, 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 no. This is amusing to me. Let's, let's let him suffer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. He's like, no, 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 no. I want to see where this goes. <laughs> I want to see how long it takes him. And he's just like, this is stupid, whatever. And he snaps no, his finger. No, my name is Sorry. I'm not stupid. You're stupid. Because I don't know your name. My name is Edgar. And... Oh, it's nice to meet you, Edgar. I think oh, my friend Leona's going to kill you now. He just goes, oh, ah, sweet Lothan Menza brands, and I'm going to kill these people so hard. Okay. And he just stands up on his canopy and is just like, if it's a fight you want, it is a fight you will get. I don't want a fight. I want a cookie. <laughs> I'm kill he just looks to Leona's I'm killing her first. <laughs> Not if we kill you first. Well then I guess we're killing each other then. <laughs> I'm gonna try to stab him. Alright, let's make this what even happened? What? I'm sorry would just run up and like kick him in the nuts and it just didn't She'll get there. We'll get there, sorry. I'm I will sorry, throw you at him if I have him. to. What uh what you see as Edgar stands up? is like he's just like where are my guards and he does clap his hands each time and uh <laughs> two bugbears just like p go back from like it looks like they were fighting you just see one of them miss nearly punching like nearly hitting nath with his morning star but nath is able to warp out the way and like he just stops what he's doing the bugbear just like lurches himself just in a slouch like ugh, and just Boom, 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 walks over to Edgar and the other one does the same. And they pick up their morning stars and just like, <laughs> like, like they're going to fight me, but they're not happy about it. They're just like, oh, this guy sucks. Fight <laughs> if you don't want to. The only way you could have no. been more dramatic would be if you would have thrown glitter at us. <laughs> I have glitter. Edgar just In goes, your I can't. Edgar's like, I don't have glitter, but I do have this. And he casts dancing lights. <laughs> I bet you oh were my God. this. <laughs> I love Edgar so much. So I'm rolling for these bugbear. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a terrible initiative, bugbear one. You gotta get with the program. Bugbear two's getting with the program. What about you, Edgar? Edgar is with that program. All right, Leona, sorry. What are your initiative counts? Um... 14. Okay. Wait, what am I rolling? I'm confused. Initiative. Initiative. Ah, I guess so. <laughs> you confused That's... yourself with that conversation. I did, indeed. Uh, 17. 
Awesome. And we were so, going to surprise him, and then we accidentally had a heart-to-heart conversation. <laughs> it's wonderful, isn't it? Uh, surprise therapy. Uh, <laughs> Rowan, what's your initiative? Oh, Pass I didn't know that I was rolling. Sorry. Well, you're you're still you're still hiding, but I'm asking because on your turn uh, you can I still do a, things. I got a, a twelve. Alrighty. This is this actually looks pretty decently set up. First is Edgar because he rolled an eighteen. He is not he's not a happy boy today. He is not happy with you. He wants a spot on that coven, and he's going to prove his worth. And he's going to prove his worth. By casting Wait, why is he why is he trying to get on the coven? None of them are He's just showing off in case one of them dies. Didn't you hear his monologue? He thought the other one almost would have died, then he would have gotten her Oh, okay, I see, I see. What he if is we going... help him and kill one of the hags, and then he can have the spot and help us and kill the rest of them? I highly doubt he help us. He seems like an asshole. <laughs> Edgar stands yeah. up and looks to looks to Sari and just says Grovel. And I need what you does to that make, mean? I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Does it work if she doesn't know that word? <laughs> uh, that's a modified 20. Sorry okay, doesn't know yeah, what then, that word means. That's why she succeeded. The sheer power of Sorry's ignorance <laughs> dismisses the command spell. Um, Edgar's like, just like, oh my god. <laughs> You actually see him put his fingers to his temples and rub them just like, happy place, Edgar, happy place. <laughs> uh, sorry, you're up next. Um, all right. She's, she's confused, so she's gonna, uh, she's gonna punch him. Okay. Does as he's like, as he's like, oh, she's just like, Does a nine hit? No. Okay, she goes to punch him and just like softly strokes him instead. <laughs> Throw the glitter at his face. <laughs> she blows glitter. She takes out glitter of out of her out of her pocket and just rains it down over his head. Edgar just has several questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He just like, looks why does this monk out that have pockets. He just uh, is is uh, is Mr. Floofers gonna take an action or Mr. Floofers? <laughs> Mr. Floofers probably should take an action. Let's find out. Oh my god, this is so Mr. Ridiculous. Flippers, you're such a good boy. <laughs> um, such a good boy, boy. That's a 23. Oh, Jesus wow. Christ, Floofers, yeah. Floofers is a very good boy, yeah. What's the damage? <laughs> uh, let's, <laughs> let's roll that damage. I thought this episode was going to be really depressing. Really funny. <laughs> Don't jinx us. If... If Edgar kills us, I believe you. Seven damage. Okay. The glitter has marked him, and Floofers will now bite. Yes, that's what it was, pocket glitter. But Sorry just, like, shoves Mr. Floofers off. He's like, no, no, we don't bite nice people. He's not nice. He's a dick. Sorry chooses to believe otherwise. Edgar gets up, and, like, you actually just see this moment where he's just like, stupid dog, and he actually, like, kicks the leg of this ward. Hey, that's not nice. Like, he kicked a puppy, he's evil. Him off the canopy. Like, oh, dare you. He just looked. It is bugbear number two's turn. He's just like, kill her or, or something. And the bugbear is just going to raise their morning star and just try to bring it down on Sari. 
Actually, I think that was in character. Rowan from the from the little snow mound saw him kick the puppy and was like, oh, he needs to die now. <laughs> okay. 15 plus 4. Does a 19 hit? Sorry. Yes, it does. So Ow. this bug that just brings out its morning star and just for you for 11 points of damage. Oh, dear. Yeah, uh, I think Edgar just goes like, oh, finally. Peace and quiet at last. Leona, it's your turn. <laughs> Gonna hit him with the swords. Yes, and also it is glowing still. Like, it, it is... It, I would say Edgar is probably a bit more neutral, but uh, but he's very leaning evil right now. Bears are evil, so yeah. Well, Edgar's just an ambitious great. boy, so it is still glowing. Um, so you're gonna stab Edgar real good. Well, I was gonna try, but that's a twelve and a uh, hold on and a seventeen. One of those hit, but that's the offhand. Yeah. So you make this first swing, and Edgar dodges, just like, ha ha, shink. <laughs> I get distracted by the glitter, and then got him as he dodged into the other one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hold on, that'll be so many dice. That's still ten damage. Jeez. I hope yeah. he dodged into it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Edgar's just bleeding now, and he's just like, you animals, I will. Can I use action surge and just hit him again? You may. He seems like a butt. You may indeed. He is very much a butt. And he deserves what's coming. <laughs> so, Leo, here's the scene, Leona. You just drop him a little bit, and he's still insulting you and sorry. And you see sorry in pain from this bugbear. And as you pick up Hopebringer again, a slight halo appears over your head, and you just clang it against the snow, and you're just ready to go again, and you charge in. Should have been less of a dick. That's a 17. Hell yes. Okay. Uh, oh, is this... Do you still get two strikes with this? Or is it just the one? Uh, no, the offhand is a bonus action, and I already hit with the offhand. Oh, okay, thank you. I get confused. So, yes. Um, it's okay, I've looked it up so many times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Seventeen hits. Roll that. Roll that good damage. And after this, I will roll his fear check if he's somehow still alive. It's seven damage. And I'd also like he's to say that I think the uh, pounding of Coco running up behind me is now oh, audible. Yeah, Coco. Yep. Okay. Is Coco gonna go for Edgar oh, because there's still two pretty beefy bugbears? Coco, I think, will hit whatever Leona hits because That's Coco fair. is a good baby. Sure. So Coco just charges up. He's just like, what even is that? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember what the... That's our dog. Said? Don't kick dogs. Yeah, kicking the dog was the mistake there. <laughs> As Edgar's being mauled by Coco, he's like, I will remember that if I am revived. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Uh, does a 14 hit? A 14 does not. Coco misses. My sweet baby got distracted by the glitter. And the dancing lights. <laughs> just, just all around off. his canopy. I apologize for throwing the glitter. Leona's just like, look, like, no, Leona, you just see like Coco charge in, but then sees the lights. 
It's just like mm, pretty. <laughs> There's probably like a red one that they start chasing as if it was like a like a laser beam. Aww. Is Coco the guard drake a dog or a cat? Or are they like toothless and they're both? It's they're a fox. It's both. <laughs> and like you just see Edgar just go, what the? <laughs> Questions for later. <laughs> it is now Rowan's turn. Cool. You're hiding <laughs> in the going... snowbank, and Caleb's yeah. invisible, but he's just like, okay. I'm going what we, to. What's her... the plan? Um, I'm not listening to Caleb right now. I'm. I am enraged by him <laughs> kicking this dog. So I'm gonna turn into. Uh, I'm gonna use. Um, I just forgot the name of that. Wild shape, stupid. Um, to turn into a bird, and I'm going to come like bursting out of the snow, and I'm just gonna start like pecking him and like distracting him. Okay. (laughs) Can I question what kind of bird? Yes, this uh, this is actually important. Um, just just like a small bird. Okay, but for the sake of stat blocks, um, uh. I have to learn. I have to read the rules of wild shape. Okay, homework next time. We will make a list of possible wild shapes for Rowan, so that way we don't have to do this every. Okay, homework I thought I read. Time. I thought I read like a bird, a dog, and a crocodile were like the things that I could turn into. Uh, I think those are at different levels. Okay, so here is what you can do. I got a. I got a list of a couple here. <clears throat> You're currently level three, so there's a bit of a limit. You can be, to my recounting, you can turn into a mastiff, you could turn into a mule, you could be an owl, a pan- not sure about that, maybe panther, poisonous snake, a, uh, I think you can be a raven, uh, you can be a, a wolf. Those are, your, those are the choices I have here. Raven's good for pecking. Oh. Okay, I just imagined myself as like a like a just like a little small bird, but like, yeah, I guess I guess raven works. All right, so yeah. we could we could use the ravens then tool it into a league, whatever kind of bird you'd like. Okay, I just I just imagined like <clears throat> just like no not a not a budgie that would be adorable, but no like just like a sparrow <laughs> like what are those those birds that like they're like. I don't think they're sparrows. Maybe swallows. Sometimes when you like get by their nest, they just like swoop down and attack your hair. Red wing okay. okay, so uh, maybe I'm like evil. Okay, ravens are not strong. I'll tell you that much. Um, making a th- I don't need to be strong. I'm just I'm just trying to distract him as the others stab him. Make an attack roll. Just bird. Make it just a regular d20. Uh, that is a thirteen. This is plus four. Let me. Compare that to our boy Edgar. Uh, he is fifteen. No, yeah, he's fifteen. So that fourteen, you just swoop in as a bird and you distract him, but you do not land. He's able to just, just he's able to cast uh, the dancing lights in your bird eyes, and you just kind of swirl away for a second. Oh man, I was just trying to like. <laughs> I wasn't and- even trying to hurt him. I just wanted to, like. Him to like swat at me and distract him while the, while the others like stab him or something. Okay, <laughs> Caleb just jumps out now. Is like, Are we good? We good? And he turns back into his normal moon elf self, and you just see uh, Edgar just turn to him and just go, surface elves. Ugh. Racist. Caleb's just <laughs> Rude. like, 
Excuse? <laughs> Edgar just still on the canopy. Surface elves are the bane of a drowsy existence. The Spider Queen hates your kind. My oh, I kind. know, right? Surface oh. elves are, wor are the worst. Caleb looks over to Sari and is just like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, sorry, Caleb. I mean, yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Sorry. What is happening today? Okay. And he casts Ray of Frost on one of the bugbears because they are not paying attention to the bug. Uh, that's a 17. It's going to hit. So that's a D8, I believe. What a powerful boy. So the bugbear has taken damage. Okay. So uh, back to the top of the order, we have Edgar who is going to look at you, sorry, and it's just like, you're getting on my very last nerves, little child. Cool. Tell me when I reach the very last one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, okay, I tried being nice. I tried warning you. I tried making you grovel. I did everything I could. This, this is what you deserve. Stab and him he while he's monologuing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to cast Dissonant Whispers, so you have to make a wisdom saving throw, sorry, as he just starts just being like, you're ugly and fat and you're terrible and no one likes you. Um, Wouldn't that be Vicious Mockery? Yeah, it's like super mean Vicious Mockery. Uh, 17? I think that beats, yeah, you just hear him. It's like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> and no, he, you just, I'm sorry. And he's just like... I can't tell if you cut out. Yeah, you're not making noise. B! Silent B has disappeared from existence. You killed both Edgar and B with that. I did. I did so good. Edgar. Edgar, Edgar. Edgar sits in silence for a long time. A very long time. I'm back. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it, it's five, you do take half damage, so you've taken five points of psychic damage. From from this from the spell, but you are not like in in fear anymore. It's just it's just kind of hurt your head. You just have like a little bit of a migraine. Okay, uh, I'm going to die. I better start what? preparing another character sheet. I have two hit points. Oh, oh I'll hit you! Oh shit! I know what I'm gonna do. Okay, okay, okay. On my turn. So sorry. Oh, even even though it's a bad headache, you're just like Ooh. from the bugbear and. Everything you just sort of you just look dazed, and Edgar's just like about time. You thought, My bitch. You thought, like I have a bunch of ice cream. It is except your turn. For, sorry, except for not. Uh, she's hmm. going to. Oh, sorry. I said that thing that I said too early. I thought it was going to be my turn next. Never mind. She's gonna uh, throw a dart. I guess. Okay. Oh, no, she's not. <laughs> that was a nat so one. Oh, no. That's Sorry. A, that's the first nat one these dice have rolled me. Just because of your headache, you throw this dart, and it lands in the snow, and you're just like, I'm just going to take a little sleep now. <laughs> have oh, you used any of your key? My what? My Monks key have like, Yeah, is that a thing you, you can do at this point? Like, could you expend some for a flurry of blows? I could... I mean, you're you're down to the wire. That might be a time to pull it. I 
I could do that. I should do that. Okay. So sorry. You're just like, I'm going to get a little sleepies now. But at that moment, you just hear a voice in your head and it is, sorry, it is me, your gnome father, speaking to you from beyond the planar system. Dad? <laughs> I'm just a voice in your head. I'm not your real father. <laughs> That's what you said the last time we talked. I, I'm well aware. <laughs> <No>. Sorry. <laughs> oh my hope. My whole point to be here is a figment of your own imagination telling you to get up and keep fighting. We believe in you. All the little figments in your imagination believe in you. Even Mr. Unicorn? Even Mr. Unicorn. <laughs> I love Sorry so much. She's tripping I balls in the yeah, to everyone else, Sari's just like, I'm gonna even Mr. Unicorn. <laughs> Rowan's just like, oh, she needs help. Caleb's just like, oh, she's gonna die. <laughs> All right, but I'm going with the flurry of blows, see if that does Alrighty. anything. Oh, I'm crying. Punch him real good. All right, that's scuffed. Try again. Let me let me better. let me check in how that works just for my own my own sake. Do you get stuck in wind or anything like that? Where <laughs> blows is after you take the attack action on your turn, you can spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Heck yes, go for it. And I will say, uh, you probably can still add your uh, storm collar to those hits, so you will be able to add one to your damage and one to your attack rolls. Also, you've punched successfully twice, so you have three. You have a total of three charges. Remember, when you get to eight, you get to cool to do the cool lightning bolts. Yes. Ooh, nice. Um. So that's a sixteen. Twenty-two to hit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. And the second one. Uh, second one. Forgot about that. No, don't roll on top of my computer. Roll on the desk. Uh, that's an 11. That one does miss. But the first one hit, and with Stormcaller, you, uh, you can add that extra plus one to your punches with that. So, roll your unarmed strike, and then add one to your, uh, to your damage. Alrighty. That's uh, six. Holy shit. How do you want to kill him? Oh, kill him? I'm killing yeah. Edgar? You yes. did it! While you're <laughs> dead, that's amazing! <laughs> While she you're like, tripping balls. <laughs> she, like, stumbles to her feet and blindly, like, let's say she does the first punch yeah. first. Like, the mm. second punch first, where she missed and, like, misses his face. And then the other punch just clocks him right in the head. And as he, you just see him go flying out of his canopy, he's just like, oh, like a lawn dart. <laughs> he just falls into the snow. And he's just like, oh, this is how I die. Punched by a drunk child in a <laughs> feet full of snow, probably full of cobalt piss. Is this truly my fate? Yeah. Die already. Can I have Coco sit on him? <laughs> <laughs> he he, st he flips Rowan the bird as he dies. <laughs> I'm gonna. I am a bird. Joke's on you. <laughs> and the two bugbears just look at each other and just like, well, back to killing, I guess. And they just like are just oh, 
to back into the actual fight that was exciting them. You can stop them if you'd like. But uh, sorry, go. can still if she, it's still my turn. Can Mister Floofer's attack a bugbear? Yes, there's one that's damaged and one that's not. Uh, damaged one. Okay. How come she's like, Mr. don't Flooper? you walk away from me? And she's <laughs> bleeding out everywhere. Ball. Also, when Edgar hit the ground, sorry, just went ten points. <laughs> 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 Mr. Floofers has much better rolls. That was a twenty-four. Oh yeah, you, Mr. Floofers takes this bugbear down. He's just like, wait a second, this is a war. This makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a ten damage damn okay yeah they are at they are severely damaged they're bleeding out they're not dead but they're just like oh oh god oh you guys can try to stop them still if you'd like but if you want i will tell you one of them is still pretty all right but the one that's like still really weak and still wants to fight is probably not gonna last very long (laughs) you actually see nath warp up in front of you and take down the one like that was bleeding out. He's just, he just pulled the sword in, looks to you guys, just is like, oh, hey everyone, nice to <laughs> warps away. <laughs> Bye. And so the other bugbear is just like, oh no, oh, oh, that's that's gross. Oh, that's gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just are like, okay, okay. Uh, they drop the morning star and are just like, uh, I surrender. Um, <laughs> I can tell you anything you want to know about goblins or uh, we do want to know some other stuff wait oh i didn't say that in character voice but it's fine, it's fine. he's just like i i will uh and you actually see zagreus run up and just go the war effort's going real good we're taking them down real fast uh is this guy giving you trouble and he, the bugbear just goes like no 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 please please no i surrender and uh zagreus just looks to all of you and just like you guys are pretty cool <laughs> and marches him back like hands behind his back. Wait, take the body of Edgar so you can feed it to Lothor. He's just like, oh shit, we got one? Lothor, we got one. And just the wraith body appears and just like, good job. A I punched him. There we go. In the face. She punched he, him he, real good. I imagine Sari's like on the floor with her face lifting up her hand <laughs> saying this. Exactly. Lothor's just like, I'm proud of you. Good, good job, Sari. And just, they bring out their claws and just dig the shadowy claws into Edgar's body. And you just see it. (laughs) There's no, like, viscera. It's just shadows entering a body and then pulling out this blue energy. Rowan's okay, then. And, like, as this blue orb appears, you just hear a voice just go, Ugh, even my soul? Ugh, you people are so... (laughs) And Lothor just like takes him over, just like calculating cup. Wow, he was a real asshole, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, we got that. Good riddance. You just see like the blue light shine around in his eyes for a minute. He's just like, I got it. I know where you gotta be. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be fun. And a Willow Wisp appears in an all too familiar gesture, and the Willow Wisp says, "All right." Ready to bring down a fucking mountain? That's the nicest thing anyone said to me. I Calum don't know just, what that means. Caleb's just like, they're hiding in the mountains. And Caleb just has like stars in his eyes and he just goes, that means. And the little wisp just goes, yes. And Caleb just turns to everyone. 
we're going to make a quick detour before we meet up with those hags. He puts the rod over him and he just goes, Tell an alien, we're going to go have a chat with Delilah. And that's <gasps> where we'll call it tonight. Oh, that was fun. So. Oh, only sorry almost died. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I'm going to heal her. And, I'm going to heal her in the next game. That's the first thing I plan to do. We can awesome. put her on the back of Coco and have her take a little nap while we yes, go to the next yes. place. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this was super fun. Um, this was great. I'm I gonna. Huh? Thought Any... this was going. I thought this was going to be so depressing, and it was so good. I mean, we, you guys, had a good plan. Um, I mean, Lothor helped you out with that plan, but you know. All good in the hood. Uh, you guys did real well with those roles and those fights. And Edgar was a cool mini boss I got to come up with on the spot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a good time. <clears throat> this think was you, fun. Think you guys have your mission set before you? You guys know what you got to do, and Caleb's leading you to this Delilah figure. So that will be interesting. Any any last minute notes before we before we sign off? Anyone? Let's kill more things next time. Let's kill Heck all yes. the things. Oh, <laughs> no, not all of them. Not all of them. All the bad they can't bad. kill us. If the sword the glows, things. it dies. That's the rule now. <laughs> and I mean, we got to see Zagreus. That's a, and an alien got to do things. That's a good NPC. I mean, we got to see Zagreus. That's 10 out of 10. <laughs> for team, t- victory for team buff teeth. <laughs> oh, is that why Sari got distracted? Yes. <laughs> the best teeth of my dreams. You can't see Edgar through the hearts in your eyes. Sorry. <laughs> also, the glitter glinting in the sun, which is a mistake on her part. The glitter doesn't work with the animal companions. Amazing. Next time, try scented glitter. Maybe that will help them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll be it'll glitter. be great. It'll be great. All right, well, I guess that's where we will call it. <clears throat> Thanks, everyone, for playing along. <clears throat> Bye. Bye. Bye.